0: Welcome to this new life podcast. It is our desire that you learn all of the benefits of the abundant life that you have in Jesus Christ, so you can live your life to its fullest. Listen and be encouraged.
1: Good Friday service, and you know what? I just want to pray right now for everyone watching online. Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you for each and every person that's listening right now to this message. I pray that it is a message that touches their hearts. I pray it is a message that will just stir faith up. And even though what's going on around us right now is just so crazy, I thank you that your word grounds us and your word settles us today. So that is what I pray. Holy Spirit, be in every home right now, revealing the beauty of the Lord Jesus Christ. And we thank you for that in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Amen. All right. I'm excited to be with you today. Good Friday. And it's an amazing time just to sit and listen to the Word of God. So, Good Friday. What are we celebrating? It is the death of the Lord Jesus Christ. It is His sacrifice. And I want to go to three words right now that is so important for us to understand and to believe with regards to the significance of these three words. And it is this. It is is finished whoa just right there i know that that is a word yes that speaks of our salvation yes that speaks of his finished work but can you imagine what is going on around here right now we want it to be finished but you know what jesus is saying he's saying that he's already made a way he's saying that at the cross of Calvary, he has already given the solution. He has already made a way for us. And what we are going through right now is temporary. So let me start with John chapter 19, verse 28 to 30. It says this, after this, Jesus, knowing that all things were now accomplished, that the scripture might be fulfilled, said, I thirst. Now a vessel filled, of sour wine was sitting there, and they filled a the sponge with sour wine, put it on hyssop, and put it to his mouth. So when Jesus had received the sour wine, he said, it is finished. And bowing his head, he gave up his spirit. So what did he do? He spoke it out loud. In fact, the translation in the book of Mark says, he cried out, And then he breathed his last. And many scholars believe that crying out were these three words, it is finished. He declared it for all to hear. He uttered a loud cry to the Father in heaven for the whole world to know and for every evil force to have to flee. Why? Because his work on the cross was completed. It is finished, done, accomplished, paid in full. Now, how many of you know that last words have power? And often, deep meaning and significance. Like, for example, on a deathbed, for example, of a loved one. Maybe, you know, uh, some of you have been on deathbeds of people you love, and their last words are the most important. You know, they want to say something that's something you can hold on to, something that will give you peace, something that will give you comfort. And more often than not, for the loved ones who are left behind, these are the last words that they hold on to. It's personal. It's like, you know, this is something to remember me by. That's what this loved one who is departing is saying. These are my last words. And there is no doubt in my mind that Jesus, when he said these last words, he knew that these were words that the world would need to hear. He knew exactly what was going to happen. He knows exactly What is going on right now? He knows this ECQ we're in right now. And he said, these are the words that are going to give them peace. These are the words that are going to give them comfort. He knew the power. Of these final words he knew that it would have power for generations to come this is not just about a one-time thing that he said it is finished no he knew that generations would find comfort generations would find peace and empowerment for the days that they are living in with these three words there was such great purpose in them and right now we believe that it still breathes life and meaning to our lives right now. So what are these words? It is finished. And the Greek for this is tetelestai. Say it with me right now in your homes. Very good. Greek lesson right there. Tetelestai. Now tetelestai, it might seem like this big, huge Greek word, but we know this was an ordinary word used in everyday life during the time of Jesus. So in four ways was this word used. First, it was used from a servant to a master. A servant would declare tetelestai to their master if a work that the master told them to do was finished. All they were saying was, I have done all that you required me to do. So when they say, master tetelestai, that means what you have told me to do, I've done it, it's finished. The second way that this word is used, tetelestai, is for a military general. And so what this military general does, When he sees a battlefield, right? So there's these two battles. There's two, not two battles, but two forces battling, right? When the general sees that his army is already winning, this is what he will declare on the mountain. He will say, Tetelastai, it is finished. Now, the battle might have these little pockets of fighting here and there, but he already knows the big picture. He says, we've done it. It is finished. Now, how many of you know that on Calvary, Jesus, for the joy that was set before him, he endured the cross, despising its shame. He already saw the joy. He already saw the victory. He already saw the generations to come. And when he saw that and he saw what his work was going to accomplish right then and there, he said, tetelestai, a conquering general, a victorious general. Amen. So that's the second way is used. The third way it's used is for the high priest. When he sprinkles the blood on the mercy seat, He signifies that God's wrath has been satisfied. So in the olden days when, you know, the priest would go into the Holy of Holies, he would sacrifice a lamb. And that lamb would represent the lamb that was perfect lamb that takes the sin of the people. The sin of the people would be placed on that lamb, right? And the lamb on behalf of the people would be sacrificed. And as soon as the sacrifice is finished, you know what the priest would say? Tetelastai. It is finished. It is done. So when Jesus declared on that cross, tetelastai, they knew what he was talking about. It was like, whoa. Whoa. We know that word. So the high priests also used this word. So also, the fourth way is a business term. During the olden days, this word tetelestai was used in debt collection. When somebody had a debt and somebody was collecting a debt, when a person finally paid off a loan, they were issued a receipt that was stamped with the word tetelestai. That means the debt is canceled. I'm already getting so excited. You already know where I'm going, you know. Your debt is canceled. Your debt is paid in full. Which means they were no longer responsible for any of that debt. That everything they owed was completely, completely, and permanently paid for. Do you know that that is what the Bible says? We had a sin debt that we owed to God. It was a debt That we could never pay. But Jesus, our one and only Jesus, did what we could not do. He paid the price for our sin. He paid the price for our shame. He paid the price so that today we are the generation that can say, because Jesus finished his work on the cross, hallelujah, I will not give up. Because he's already done everything for me. So four ways, four ways. Look at the book of Hebrews. In Hebrews chapter 10, verse 12 to 13, and then going to verse 18, it says, But our high priest offered himself to God as a single sacrifice for sins. Good for all time. Tetelestai. Permanently paid off. That debt is permanently paid. Then he sat down in the place of honor at God's right hand. Why? Because to God, God. There is no more payment to be made. God was satisfied with the payment of the Lord Jesus Christ. God was satisfied. Jesus was the satisfaction. He was the propitiation for our sins. That means the blood that was shed, it was perfect. And God accepted it. And therefore, Jesus could say, Tetelestai. Hallelujah. And when sins, verse 18 of Hebrews chapter 10. And when sins have been forgiven... There is no need to offer any more sacrifices. Woo! It is truly finished. Now, this is getting me excited. Look at Colossians chapter 2, 13 to 15. He says, and you being dead in your trespasses and the uncircumcision of your flesh, he has made alive. You were made alive in him. He has made alive together with him, having forgiven you all trespasses all trespasses having wiped out the handwriting of requirements that was against us which was contrary to us what was the handwriting of requirements that was the law the law that showed us the holy standard of god the law that was good and holy and perfect but we could never do to attain salvation we could never fulfill the law we were not perfect the fault was with us there was no fault with the law because that law came from god The fault was with us. We could never perform the law perfectly. But you know what? Jesus did that for us. He was the perfect sacrifice. So it says here in Colossians 2 verse 14, he wiped out the handwriting of requirements that was against us, which was contrary to us. And he has taken it out of the way, having nailed it to the cross. Woo! Having disarmed principalities and powers, he made a public spectacle of them, triumphing over them in it, tetelastai. Hallelujah. It is such a powerful word. And this Good Friday, we want to celebrate that. We want to remember that. We want to remember the sacrifice that he did. Now, this gets really interesting. I want to dive deeper into this word tetelastai because there's so much more to it than what we read. And obviously what we read is the English translation, which is three words, it, is finished, but in the original Greek, it is one word, tetelestai, which was the last thing that Jesus said before dying on the cross, and this tetelestai comes from a verb called teleo. Now, we're going to do a little study right now. I love doing word studies, but see, this word study, as I was studying it, it just really ministered to me, and I believe right now, as we celebrate Good Friday, this is a word that will minister to you, so tetelestai comes from the verb teleo, all right, which means to bring to an end, to complete, to accomplish. Now, it's a crucial word for what Jesus Christ has done for us. We need to understand this. This was done for us. It signifies the successful end. Again, not just the end. It was a successful end to a particular course of action. Now, in ordinary way, this tetelestai could be used when you Finally climbed Mount Everest. Tetelastai. Like you successfully accomplished a hard task. Or maybe you were doing your thesis. For example, like months and months and months of thesis, and you finally submit it. Hallelujah. Or maybe you were making payments on your house. You could actually use that. So in Jesus' name, if you have a pay, payment for your loan, your debt, whatever it is, there will come a point you will say, Tetelastai. It is finished. All right, so this word, tetelestai, means more than just, I survived. Okay, that's not what Jesus was saying. He didn't say, whoo, I survived when he said tetelestai. No, you know what it means? It means this I did exactly what I set out to do. You know, I loved um, Pastor Giselle's uh, Palm Sunday message where he said that God was intentional when Jesus. Entered Jerusalem. You know, Pastor Giselle was saying he knew. He knew he was going to die. You know, he wasn't going there to sightsee. He wasn't going there to teach. No, he knew exactly why he entered Jerusalem. It was to die, to save mankind. Oh, I love it. You know, Pastor Giselle was saying that he knew the price that was going to be paid to rescue us, to save us. And he saw that we were worth it. And you know what? When he said, die." This is what he declared. I did exactly what I set out to do. Just ponder that for a moment right now. Jesus did exactly what he set out to do. When he came to earth, when he humbled himself as a baby, you know what he came to do? He came to save us. That was his purpose. He came to seek and to save that which was lost. For the joy that was set before him, On the cross, that was us. And on that cross, when he was hanging there, he said, "Tetelestai." That means I did exactly what I set out to do. In John 17:4, it says, "I have glorified you on the earth." He was praying to God, and he said, "This I have glorified you on the earth. I have finished the work you have given me to do." What Jesus has accomplished for us is the ultimate sacrifice. It was complete. It was perfect. And nobody can add to it. Amen. So, there's more to that actually. The tetelestai means it is accomplished, it is finished, it is done. But in the Greek, the tense is different. It actually uses two Greek tenses. All right? Because what it means, it's two Greek tenses put together, which speaks of an action which has been completed in the past with results continuing to the present. Whoa. So this is not just a past tense thing. This is something in the tense that was used that is still ongoing today. Oh, hallelujah. So the perfect tense. Here I go again. It's like a teacher, you know. The perfect tense is a combination of two Greek tenses, all right, called the present tense and the aorist tense. Now, you don't have to, like, write it down, but That's not really important. What is important is this. It means something that happens at a specific point in time, a moment. Like one moment, this happened, which is the cross. Like he was nailed to that cross. Like he was hanging on that cross at one specific time and moment. So that's the first tense. The second one is this. Something that continues on into the future, and has ongoing results and implications. Man. So what I'm saying is this. What happened 2,000 years ago when Jesus said, Tetalastai, it still has power today. It's still going on today. So when Jesus says it is finished, what he is actually saying is, it is finished and will continue to be finished. Whoa, what does that mean for us? All right, this is what it means. The first element is this specific point in time statement. It is finished. At that specific point in time, in that moment, what was finished? You might be asking me, what was finished? What was finished was all the types and prophecies of the Old Testament. Remember, the Old Testament is Jesus Christ concealed. The New Testament is Jesus Christ revealed. So when he said, It is finished at that point in time. All the prophecies in the Old Testament pertaining to the Messiah was fulfilled. It was accomplished at that point in time. What else was finished? What was finished was the ceremonial law. It was abolished. The substance, Jesus Christ has now come. Because the law was only a shadow of things to come. The law could not save us. The law could not lift a finger to help us. But Jesus came. He is the substance. And you know what? When he said, tetelastai, it was the abolishment of the law. Because he came to fulfill the law at that point in time. He is the substance. And all the shadows are done away with. It is finished at that point particular point in time. What else is finished at that time? It was an end to sin by bringing in everlasting righteousness. The power of sin is finished. The Bible says that. Sin has no power over us because we are no longer under the law, but we are under the grace of God. It is finished. Hallelujah. What else is finished? The work of man's redemption and salvation is now complete. Nobody can add to it. Nobody can subtract to it. It was so perfect that God himself accepted the sacrifice. So at that point in time, it is finished. But... There's more because it wasn't, remember, two tenses. It wasn't just what was finished at a specific time. It is continuing to be finished. That is the second element. What does that indicate? It indicates the ongoing nature of our salvation. It is important. Why? Because it indicates a condition, a state of being, a resting place. That means saved, period. That's your state. That's your place. That's your resting state. We are saved. We are saved. Like right now. Now. Now we are saved. It's a present, ongoing reality for us. And no one can take that away from us. So in conclusion, in Jesus' statement, it is finished. We have a declaration of salvation that is both momentary, specific point in time, and eternal. We are enjoying that today. Oh, You know what? Even right now after this, if you believe in the Lord Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, right now what Jesus has done on the cross will take effect in your life right now. So we are saved at a specific point in time. It is finished. Our debt is paid. We are ransomed from the kingdom of darkness. And then... We confidently rest in the reality that it will continue to be finished because we are in a position of grace and stand justified for all time. Can you imagine that one word, tetelestai, that is what it means. Hallelujah. It was finished at that moment and for all time. Now, note this. He did not say, I am finished. Or that would mean he was defeated, he was exhausted. It was like, Oh, I'm finished. No, he cried out, It is finished, meaning I successfully completed the work I came to do, successfully and perfectly. So, what is Tetelestai? It is the Savior's final cry of victory. It is the Savior's, our Jesus Christ. It is His final cry of victory because when He died, He did not Leave any unfinished business behind. When he said it is finished, it was the truth. So let me encourage you today. We might be going through a tough time. We might be going through something that we do not understand. But I want you to hold on to this. It is finished. Jesus is not saying, oops, I forgot to take care of of that COVID. Oops, I forgot to take care of that situation. Woo, uh, that wasn't on the cross. You know, I don't think COVID was on the cross. Nope. He did not leave any unfinished business. This COVID has already been taken care of by the Lord Jesus Christ. This COVID, it is finished. Amen? Amen. So let me leave you with this one last verse. In John 16, verse 33, in the Amplified Bible, I believe this Good Friday message will bring faith into your heart. If you grab a hold of this word, tetelestai, you won't give up, you won't quit you won't throw in the towel because you know that Jesus Christ did not quit for you. He finished and accomplished what he set out to do. John 16:33 amplified says, "I have told you these things so that in me, in me in Jesus, you may have perfect peace. In the world you have tribulation and distress and suffering, but be courageous. Be confident. Be undaunted. Be filled with joy. Choose joy, right? I have overcome the world. My conquest is accomplished. My victory abiding. Woo! My conquest is accomplished. Specific point in time. My victory is abiding. It continues to be finished. I pray that this word ministered to you today. And let me give an invitation right now. If you are listening, but you have never received Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, right now, today, this is available for you. His finished work is available for you to walk in. Jesus wants to have a relationship with you. He came to save you. He came to lift you up. And so if that is you right now and you're saying, I want to receive Jesus, Pastor. I want to receive him into my heart as Lord and Savior. I believe that he died for me, that he paid the penalty for my sin and shame, that he was resurrected so that I could have promise of a new life. If you believe that right now, pray this prayer with me. Father in heaven, I thank you for sending Jesus. Jesus who died for me. Jesus who was buried for me. And who was resurrected. I receive Jesus right now into my heart as my Lord and my Savior. Jesus, thank you for accomplishing what you have set out to do. Thank you for finishing the work that God has sent you to do. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me so wonderfully and so completely. I receive that right now. I receive you right now into my heart, in Jesus' name, amen and amen. Amen, amen, woo! This Good Friday, right now, mark this in your calendars. If you have prayed that prayer, you have stepped into an amazing, wonderful life with Jesus. If you prayed that prayer for the first time, just type it out right now in the comment section. We have engagers who are going to connect with you, who want to meet with you, and want to tell tell you more about this relationship that you entered into with the Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. It was such an amazing time to be with you right now, even if we are online. And so what I pray is that your weekend is blessed and I will see you very, very soon. Love you and God bless you.
0: Thank you for joining us today. We believe that God's powerful word can bring a change in your situation and transform your life. So we encourage you to share this message to your family and friends so they too can know of the new life that God has for them. If you prayed to receive Jesus for the first time or was simply blessed by this message, we invite you to connect with us. Follow us on Facebook at newlife.ph, Instagram at newlife underscore ph, and subscribe to our YouTube channel, New Life Media PH. You can also email us at connect at newlife.ph. We will be so glad to hear from you. To support the ministry, please visit newlife.ph slash slash give. Your generosity is greatly appreciated. God bless you.